0: Welcome, everyone, to the Meaningful Hearts Podcast, where we discuss the everyday questions that make us or break us if we let them. With your hosts, Drew and Daniela, take our hands and let's walk this journey together.
1: Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Meaningful Hearts podcast. Today's topic is something that Drew apparently has never heard of before until I asked the other day. Yes. (laughs) This topic is how to hold space. So, Drew, can you tell me what it was like for you? When I asked to hold space for me, what did you think?
0: I was like, all right, you need some space right now to kind of like process. All right, cool. I'll let you, I'll let you do it. I'm like, I mean, I didn't know what it was. I was like, what, what is this? Like, okay. (laughs) By all means, I wasn't offended. I was like, okay. I was like, hold space. I'm like, what is that? Like, I guess that's it. And then I guess later on or the next day or two days later or something like that, you, you could take it away and come <laughs> to your conclusion about what, so- <laughs> what you thought.
1: <laughs> okay. So I think I'm learning that it's important to explain to people what it means to hold space as I learn what it means to hold space. Um, now, what you said isn't like it, it's not like it was wrong. It's more about that holding space can mean different things. So for, for, the, for what you thought I was asking for, you thought I was asking for space. And sometimes that is part of what holding space means. So to me, my definition of holding space is essentially figuring out how to provide that environment for the person that you're with like whoever's with you whether it's a partner or a friend in that given moment and i think it really settled for me actually just last night um and i hope that in explaining it to you that it makes sense but it also that it makes sense to the audience so um i had a soccer game last night and then i usually give my friend a ride home now my friend She is more of a reserved kind of private person. So when she is figuring things out for herself, um, she doesn't really talk about it, which which is valid, right? Now, me, naturally, not only because of my work, but who I am as a person, I want her to be able to lean on me and talk to me and share, you know what's going on like i want to reinforce hey you know that you can talk to me hey you know that it's not good to bottle things up and that's definitely one approach that i could take but last night literally as we were driving home you know um we actually weren't listening to music and i remember asking her you know how do you feel about not listening to music and she's like because i don't listen to music but i know that it's very common for people to listen to music drew i know you and i we don't listen to music anyway either in the car and so i'm pretty comfortable with it i enjoy it but i can't help but think this is not what everybody might like so i have friends that can't be without music in the car and so i was being mindful of her and i asked you know how she felt with not having music in the car and she was like honestly i love it you know i am listening to the hustle and the bustle of my day. I don't know if bustle is a word. Hustle and bustle? Yeah. Is that a hustle word? Hustle and yeah. bustle, yeah. Hustle and bustle. And so to have it be quiet and calm right now, it's actually pretty refreshing. And I was like, okay, awesome. And we were kind of sitting there and I was in my head. We were We were quiet in my head. I was thinking about, I really think that, you know, if she were to talk about things and confide in somebody, at least getting it out. And then I thought, okay, I could do that or I can figure out how to hold the space for her right now. And what does that look like? And so in that moment, the space that I held for her was just a quiet car ride, calm, like just chill. Whether she was in her own head or whether I was in my own head, it didn't really matter. Or not that it didn't matter, but what was more important was that space that I created for her in in the car she can choose to talk to me if she wants to and if not then i am going to be supportive in a different way and i think that's the best way that i can currently explain my definition of holding space for somebody thinking about it's like a different way of thinking about how to be supportive with for them without actually asking him asking them hey what do you need right now because don't get me wrong, I think asking what do you need is a great question. But I know, uh, Drew, sometimes when you've asked me what I what I need, I there's times where I say, I don't really know what I need right now. And so I think that that happens amongst people too. So asking different questions about how you can support, I think is a, it's not a better approach, but it's just a different approach. And I know I'm definitely rambling, so I'm going to stop for a minute and ask Drew his input. <laughs>
0: I think that Did it make
1: sense? Yes. Okay.
0: I mean it, there's more than one I guess meaning to it, I guess the way I guess interpretation. Um I've learned a lot obviously being with you and being able to communicate effectively and I think that is very important to understand what your partner's trying to express to you or your friend or people that are in your life that are close to you. Because a lot of the times I think that people make assumptions about what they hear and they just go about what their their thought process is on it. And the other person doesn't feel heard. And that also creates some sort of hostility or, or feeling um, abandoned or alone. And I think throughout our lives, especially growing up with our parents, our parents know what's best for us, quote unquote. And when we go to them or we ask for space or we ask space to be created for us, I guess in a sense we'll get dismissed and be like, oh, I, I know what you need right now. And it's just like, oh, okay. You know, like, I guess I'll just, uh, anything I say will will not be heard because I'm, you're thinking about the next thing you're going to say to me. So I think that these are healthy ways of communicating and, that, and, and you almost have to re-engineer and relearn how that is because you've been conditioned to think a certain way about it and how you handle relationships and conflict in relationships and issues with yourself. And dealing and having your partner deal with your problems too, if that makes whole sense, all makes sense,
1: yeah, it's about figuring out how to be supportive yeah. to the people around you, and I think that thinking about it in how to hold space, at least for me, it's a new approach, um but I like it because space can mean different things, whether that's holding space by giving you space, whether that's holding space by just sitting quietly or whether that's holding space with a hug or some type of words of encouragement, like there's different ways to hold space for somebody. Yes. And I know, like I said, I'm learning that it's a creative way and I, and I like it. Um, there's another example of how I'm learning to hold space for others. I have a client who, you know, her, her struggles are struggles that you can't, like there's just some things that you don't know what to say. Um, and so the question that I literally asked was, you know what, I don't really know what to say right now. I'm sure it's very hard. But what I can do is hold this space and share it with you. And the client really appreciated that. And I think that's another another example of learning how to hold space. And that's why I wanted to introduce it. Because it's fun. It's new. It's creative. And all of the above. Well, not all of the above, but you know what I
0: mean. Oh, use all of the above, huh? Yeah, oh. yeah, but they don't
1: know that. They don't know the all of the above context. That's that's an inside joke between you and I.
0: <laughs> yeah, a little side note. I say, you know, I hope you're having a great day and all of the above, and then she's like, I don't even know what that means. I'm like, <laughs> what? What? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Check off all the switches, all the good stuff that could possibly happen, and <laughs> all, and then, and then some, et cetera. Et cetera. That's, right. that's my thing, but okay. You were in a thought. Go ahead.
1: I I was in a thought. Um, I was going to say, so in thinking about how to hold space for somebody, as you listen to my definition and my examples, I'm going to put you in the hot seat a little bit, not just on your thoughts about the definition and what I'm introducing, but, can you think of different ways that I can hold space for you?
0: Ways that you can hold space for me.
1: Okay. How, how can I do that? What would that look like?
0: Well, when I'm, when I'm annoyed or something's bothering me, don't, I guess sometimes you, you like to kind of downplay it or just not downplay it, but kind of like, Oh, you know, like, you know, like, are you, like, you're like, Oh, okay. Are you okay? But at the same time you want to like make me laugh a little bit or help me like laugh it off. And that doesn't help me. No, It makes me uh, like more angry, more angry. If that's a word. So I guess in those moments understand it's like, I'll, you know, let me be, I guess. And then I just realize how silly it is. And then I could laugh it off. And that's something, I mean, you do very, fairly well, but sometimes you're like, Oh, you know, come on, let's laugh it off. And like, I, I, I don't want to joke right now. I don't. Can you think of
1: a, a specific example? Um, this is live. Like this is a live right. discussion. We have not practiced this beforehand, so I'm genuinely asking, I, and I encourage listeners to do I the same. I
0: don't, I don't. I don't keep a list of these things. So, I,
1: I mean, so that's I, okay. I, I could
0: <laughs> I, I just, like I said, a broad example. You know, you you see me, you know, get a little annoyed about something and. And you've, you've tried to do that. You've tried to like cheer me up with laughter.
1: I think how, how, <laughs> I can oh, actually think of one example. Oh, there you go. Um, or actually you will tell me if this fits within that. Sure. Um, What was that last week when I got to your apartment and I told you that I was like pulling to the front and then you were expecting me in one place and then I was like a few cars down and then when i got out of the car like you were expecting me to be over there and i think like the people and you know you weren't fully prepared to see me down the block and i think that flustered you a little bit and i was like well it's okay like i parked down there well no it
0: wasn't that it was like you shouted across a whole bunch of people because where i live it was like
1: four no
0: it's a crowded sidewalk of people sitting and eating yes, and you're is. between it so it just it's my it's my problem there was nothing that she did wrong it was just I felt silly and stupid and it was like I I got irritated and I was in my own head about it like I was like what the fuck like but it had nothing to do with her it was just like I don't know why it irritated me it really did sure but I afterwards I was like like that's silly and I'm fine you know but yes
1: but in that moment I think. I can see what you mean about how like, I try to just kind of like, well, it's okay, because I can see myself doing that uh, for certain things. So I thank you for being honest with me, I mean, in general, but also in the spur of a moment, like having a conversation, because part of this whole premise is, excuse me, to educate others and show others the things that we do. So by having a conversation, I guess, in real time or like not scripted, um, not that our conversations are scripted, but we usually have like questions and some type of format. Um, so to hear you say that and be honest, I hope that people can take away from that how to do their own version of what that looks like and having that conversation Because it's not necessarily fun to hear like, hey, you're like too, there are times when you are too like, try to make everything like, okay, right? (laughs) It's not fun. But because you and I have established how to have uncomfortable conversations, it's easy. I can say, oh, actually, I can probably think of a few other times where like, you get upset about something and my thing is like, well, that's all right. Like, it's not a big deal but to you in those moments, it is. So knowing now that I can work on holding space for you by just giving you some time, not by like giving you like a time apart or like, even if we're in the same room, um, I can go like in the room or whatever the case may be. Now I'm definitely rambling, but in any case, I understand. <laughs> if that makes sense.
0: Oh, thank you. And I, and I hope maybe you can clarify, Hey, I'm not upset with you for being upset. I'm just going to give you some space until you calm down. Sure. Or until you just sort it out. I'll have may. to
1: re-listen to this.
0: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and just just so you know, when she first time she said to hold space for her, like I said, she thought she wanted me to give her space. Not actually, she wanted to be hugged.
1: I did. And sat there. I didn't want to be hugged.
0: And I didn't. she didn't vocalize that in any other way. Mm-hmm. And she assumed that I knew that. So it was like, oh yeah, I just turned away and I just gave her space.
1: And I was like, no, where are you going? I just just abandoned her.
0: (laughs) I just abandoned her. All right, uh, I'll see you tomorrow morning when I wake up. (laughs) Good night. Yes.
1: Yeah. So, in a lot of ways, it's also about communicating what you want somebody to hold space for you. And I think that kind of leads to the overall gist of what I would hope listeners take away is two questions. The first question is what does it mean to hold space for somebody else and the second question is what does it mean for somebody to hold space for you? What would that look like? And have conversations about it. You know, it might seem maybe weird or silly or even just uncomfortable at first, but it's it is about having the conversation and then you will naturally start to see oh this is one of those moments where i need to figure out how to hold space for this person whether that's an intimate partner a parent a sibling a friend a colleague whatever that looks like and i hope that that provides some insight you know so yeah
0: i think that's awesome great discovery <laughs> I don't know if
1: there's i don't know if there's anything else that you want to add
0: no, no, I think th- I think that it goes along with effectively communicating and really knowing your partner or your friend or the people around you that you spend intimate time with. And we think we know each other, but in reality, we still have a lot to learn. And yeah. We've we've been together for 2 years and and count, pretty much almost 2 years in counting. Um but we're still going to develop and learn and grow because we do evolve as people and and things change for us. We, you know, we, we, we slowly adjust and our partner does adjust too. And it's like, Oh, I'm learning something new about you and know. Yeah, that used to bother me. Now it doesn't, but this bothers me. So, Hey, Mm -hmm. and it, and that's how you grow with each other. And there are going to be uncomfortable moments and, and, and you're going to have to move around that. But that's, that's, that's where the relationship really does its best. And that's where you, that's where you grow the most. It's not in the. The easier times, it's the hard times. And just because the times are a little rough or you're learning something new doesn't mean the relationship's not going to work. It means you're learning about each other and the relationship can evolve and there's no animosity because you're not sitting in silence about it. You're communicating. That's my two cents.
1: Yeah, that was like five cents. <laughs>
0: but thank right, you. No, no.
1: <laughs> it was good at five cents, it was value. um And actually, as you were talking, the last actually thought of one more question is ultimately in order for you to be able to effectively communicate, you also have to figure out how you can hold space for yourself when nobody else is around. I think that would be like the last question to add. And so, yeah, right. I thought about it as you were. It was inspired by what you were saying. So thanks. Um, But yeah. We thank you all for listening. And as Drew says, we'll catch you on the next one. (laughs)